Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the Shit Show. everyone and welcome back to the shit show your favorite or maybe least favorite news podcast yeah, one of those one of it's, these it's two. either your favorite or your least favorite we act in extremes around here um as always joined by brother squish not as always uh but for the last two weeks we are recording from our dad's closet and random yeah <laughs> What sort of undergarment do we have to shove off the table <laughs> off, this time? <laughs> off, off the floor, you mean? It's okay, because last time we recorded in here, I recorded Culture Vulture in here on Tuesday, and I started the episode by saying I had to kick a pair of Dad's dirty jocks off the floor. And this time Nick walks in, and what did you see? Oh, a pair of cycling pants. Like, do, used cycling well, pants. Yeah, I assume. I wasn't going to investigate. But anyway, anyway, so we've, we've aired out his dirty laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Squish, I must know, weirdest thing you saw on the internet this week, <laughs> and have, I haven't read about this. Have you seen it on, on the line? No, all I can see oh. is the title here, Chicago Rat Hole. <laughs> it's another one of those wholesome, it's been oh. a good wholesome internet oh. uh, couple of weeks. Um, so a decades-old hole in the sidewalk has recently drawn millions of views online and inspired Chicagoans to visit and even make offerings. No one knows where it came from. Um, so basically, it's a hole in the ground, hole in the sidewalk. Yeah. That's in the shape of, like, if a rat had fallen down from space and gone, like, splat. Oh! So it's in the shape of a rat. There was oh. an artist, who, and this is an incredible name, Winslow Dumain... Because remember Winslow from Cat Dog, that little rat that lived in the wall, the mouse. Uh, no, but there's a fertilizer company called Seals Winslow <laughs> in, okay. in, in New Zealand. Um, Winslow Domain was heading to a store on Chicago's north side when he saw it, a hole in the sidewalk on Roscoe Street, with an uncanny resemblance to a rodent. Um, so Mr. Domain, who's an artist and comedian, so the perfect person to find a, a rat hole, <laughs> um, said the hole represented two themes often present in his work: morbidity. And whimsy. <laughs> Had to make a pilgrimage to the Chicago rat hole, he wrote on a post on X this month, including a close-up of the concrete cutout. Um, the post, which has been viewed five million times, inspired oh. an untold number of Chicagoans to make their own excursions to a quiet resi- residential area of Roscoe Village, which is a neighbourhood sort of known for its cosy taverns, um, boutiques and old-fashioned bakeries. Um, so people have started making offerings to the mysterious fat rat's sized crevice so candles like a uh like, like a shrine yes. people have been throwing coins in like the trivia fountain hoping that the rat hole gives them good luck um there's a small how deep t- is it um probably it's the size of a rat this doesn't go down deep. Oh, oh. it's like i'll find a photo of it okay. to show you 
There's a small tomb with a photo of a rat, presumably the rat that made the hole, and a bag of cinnamon rolls from a beloved rest- Chicago restaurant chain, and the hole has also had an engagement and a wedding. Oh, people... Have gotten married at the rat hole. Oh my god. So that's gonna, they're going to look back on that in a couple of months and be like, that was weird. That like, is really... Why did we do that? That's really weird. Rat hole. How do the rat holes get made? I'm confused. It looks like a rat has just been rolled into the concrete by a concrete roller. Yeah, everyone, it literally is just cracked concrete in the shape of a rat. It's got its little hands. No, that must have been a rat at some point. Oh. Surely, because look at it. It looks just like a rat. Like if yeah. a rat had fallen from space and gone splat on the ground. Yeah. Um, oh, well, that is the weirdest thing that you have seen on the internet this week, and it's probably the weirdest <laughs> thing that I'll see. A local softball team has been using the rat as its unofficial mascot since around 2018. Oh! Oh, so it's like got law, like it's yeah. Apparently, I'm just I'm just on the Chicago rat hole. If you're bored, Chicago Wikipedia.org slash wiki slash Chicago underscore rat underscore hole. Well, they will be bored if we continue to linger on the rat hole any longer. I fear. Um, I could go on and on. Well, you won't because we're on a podcast with a time limit. Splatatooey. So that's good. <laughs> Did you think of that? No, I just saw that there. Damn. Well, my weirdest thing is way less weird than that. I got an email, I can't even remember who from, there's a press release from someone that was talking about uh, New Zealand's declined baby names over the last year. When you say, okay, declined baby I thought this, when it says here, declined baby names email on the script, or the show notes, or whatever we call it, I thought you meant like a downward trend. In, and baby names. And baby names. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, I get it. But like, but why not... is it news and why is it weird? But... And also, how do you have a declined trend in baby names? Is well, that not... people called Oswald, probably in the 1920s, oh. was called quite a lot, but there's no one being oh, called Oswald okay. anymore. Okay, I see. Well, no, uh, these are baby names that got submitted and then declined. So, Squish, for the previous 13 years, King... Has been the most declined baby name. So you can't call a baby king. Can't call a baby king, but you can in Australia call it methamphetamine. Remember? Yes, yeah. We talked about that multiple mm-hmm. times on this podcast. Um, but Squish, the most declined name of 2023 was Prince. Oh. It, hey? Like, why are we so king, Prince? The next, the next highest declined baby name was Bishop. Then it was just I-I-I for the third Huh. Then it was King, Major, Royal, Messiah, Princess, Prince with a Y, Rogue, Royal, Sovereign, Captain, Chief. What the fuck, That's New like Zealand? A chessboard. Yes. Knight, Bishop, King, Queen. The weirdest one on here is King Killer. K I N G K I L L A H. Maybe they spelled Chinchilla wrong. <laughs> Like, nah, chinchilla, babe. but I can't spell. Yeah. No, babe, we'll be fucked up if we call it chinchilla. Let's call it king killer. <laughs> so anyway, um, New Zealand, really weird that you want to call your kids all those names. The name Fanny got declined. Yeah, now, that feels a bit misogynist. That feels a little bit PC gone man, if you ask me. That, that does feel PC Because there was a... Um, ah! Oh, my God. <laughs> um, everyone, that was Normie uh, popping in for his wee cameo. Uh, 
Usually it's him starting at the lawnmower outside. Yes, but instead he walked in and, well, you heard it. Just gave, you know, guys. Gave me the fright of my life. Yep. Um, where were we, Squish? Talking about PC gone mad. Speaking of PC gone mad, DeSantis. <laughs> DeSantis dropped out, Squish. What's happening in the US right now? Yes, so last week we gave you a little preview of the upcoming US election. Um, and it's already in just the week has claimed one of its biggest players. So Ron DeSantis, who is the hard right governor of Florida, mm-hmm. um, picking fights with Disney and woke mob and all that sort of shit. Um, he's ended his campaign for the Republican presidential nomination and he's turned around and endorsed <sighs> Donald Trump. So he said in a statement, it's clear to me, well, he said in a speech or some shit, it's clear <laughs> to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. Um, here's my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackaged form of warmed over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. So as recently as spring 2023, the former Navy lawyer and right-wing congressman uh, was mo- was widely seen as the Republican most likely to stop oh. Donald Trump um, becoming the nominee. Um, his Yikes. sort of shtick was attempting to offer the the harsh Trumpist policies, but without offering the Trumpisms to go along with it. Mm-hmm. And for a while, they were neck and neck in the polls. It was sort of like, probably around this time last year, they were like running 50-50 in the polls. Um, but man, he was a freaking weirdo. Yeah he, yeah. he was like, it was like a lab created persona, just like media trained to the T. Oh. Um, it was just like filmed regularly, like just being uncanny, just like staring at people, speaking to him and like laughing really fakely. Oh. Um, he was often the butt of jokes on Twitter and it was like pretty much clear to everyone who saw him just generally be in public that he was never going to be president. Mm. So we could have saved him a lot of money and a lot of time just by telling him, no, nah, mate, you're not it. So Ron DeSantis pulled out of the race. That means Trump only has two opponents left in his bid for the oh. Republican nomination. I thought there was just one. Yeah, well, yeah. Nikki Haley is Trump's leading competitor. She's a former South Carolina governor and UN ambassador. She's currently sitting on 19% to Trump's 50%. And there's also a megachurch pastor from Texas called Ryan Binkley. And I didn't realize, because I saw a a speech that, well, I didn't see this whole speech. I just saw a quote from this Trump speech. He's like, yeah, we've only got two more to go or something. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck? But then everyone else has been reporting that it's a one-on-one race now between... Yeah, okay, so... Ryan Binkley has only got only got zero point seven percent of the vote in oh. Iowa, so he might as well not even be there. Like Connor, from I went to his website. His like merch is low key dripped out. If I wear a Ryan Binkley shirt, somebody somewhere might know what it is. Yeah, so I'm never gonna get it. But I was like, man, that's. Does it look kind of cool? It's just kind of funny because Binkley's a kind of a funny yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it looked kind of cool, but anyway, so he's got that going for. So as I wrote this last night or the night before, if you're listening to this when it comes out. I said that next up is the New Hampshire primary, yeah. which is today, or yesterday, if you're listening to this, um, and the results were expected just prior to recording. So I can give you a live up-to-the-minute result, which I'll do now. Donald Trump got 54.8% in New Hampshire, and Nikki Haley got 436 and Binkles got, <laughs> I don't know. Who the fuck knows? It doesn't matter. Whatever 548 and 43.6 is, the remainder. Um Damn. Just, despite that result, Nikki Haley said that her race is far from over, but no one's ever lost the first two. And then gone on to... And then gone on to get the, the primary. Okay, so we were, we were a little bit more optimistic last week. I mean, 
43.6 isn't as bad as I thought she might yeah. have done. People are going to say it was like a steamrolling, but I don't think it was that bad. So, And because everyone was saying that, like, recent polls have shown that after Ron DeSantis, most people that were voting for Ron DeSantis were going to then go and vote for Trump. He was their second. Mm. But that, yeah, that poll surprised me, or that result surprised me. It's better than expected. Yeah. I so, mean, I don't know much about Nikki Haley. It's hard to just say blanket she's better than Trump, but I feel like I could say that quite comfortably. Yeah, I think I think so. She's definitely going along the uh, the anti-Trump Republican than the the Trump yeah, America yeah. First Republican. Yeah, sort of thing. I saw a, a graph just before we came on of like New Hampshire results based on college education. Okay, and there was a clearly defined split, and the college educated people voted for Nikki Haley in that. Yeah, I mean not to. That sounds like elitist when you put it like that. Yeah, but. I mean, it was what the graph was showing. And it's kind of, yeah. I mean, it's not surprising. And you all know we're not elitist because we're sitting on the floor of our dad's wardrobe and kicking dirty underwear off the floor before we record. So it's only going to get more interesting, I feel, unless Nikki Haley drops out, in which case it's going to be pretty boring. Yeah, I it's I followed this election cycle closer. I've started following it more closely than I've followed actually any previous US elections, so I'm finding it quite interesting. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Anyway, I am bringing a story, Squish, that I think you will find crazy. Um, British man... Aditya Verma appears in Spanish court over a plane bomb hoax. Have you heard anything about this story? I saw a TikTok about this yesterday. Did you? Yeah. It's crazy, eh? Oh, my God. It's crazy, everyone. Okay. Teenage Aditya Verma, who was 18 at the time and Mm -hmm. a university student, uh, he caused quite a stir with a simple Snapchat to his friends. So ahead of a holiday with his friends to Menorca in July of 2022, he sent a Snapchat to his best friends saying, on my way to blow up the plane, and then in brackets, I'm a member of the Taliban. And he said, spoiler, he said in court, like, this was just a joke. His friends always poke fun at his appearance, and so he was, like, leaning into it. But Nick, this message got picked up by UK security services. First of all, I didn't know they could read your Snapchats. Yeah. I'm a freaking idiot. Yeah, well, I don't know either, actually. I was like, how the fuck have they done that? I know. Apparently through the Wi-Fi network. Mm. Um, Anyway, so the UK security services flagged it to Spanish authorities, and this was all happening while the plane was still in the air. So then two Spanish F-18 fighter jets were sent to go and flank the aircraft. What does flank mean? Uh, Just go on both sides. And, like, intimidate and watch. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do. Like watch the plane blow up, but Ooh. you'd be shitting yourself if you. If you... <laughs> you'd be like, "Fuck, are those here for me?" No, <laughs> but do you know what he said? No. He told the court 
that he um, he told the court who asked what he thought when he saw the fighter jets flanking the plane that the Russia-Ukraine war was happening, so he thought it was a military exercise related to that conflict. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he didn't even know. No. Just be like, oh, yo. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And so um, F-18 jets, like, the really noisy ones. They're all pretty noisy, but it's got the, the pretty... Um... Grunty? Yeah. Yeah. So one of the jets followed the plane until it landed, and then the plane got searched extensively, Um and, yeah, so this all happened from a Snapchat. He's not being done for terrorism charges because um, police, the police searched the phone and they saw that he'd researched clashes between Pakistan and India and the possibilities of an ISIS attack in that area, but n- nothing along the lines of, like, yeah. radicalism. because he wasn't a real... Yeah. He was an 18-year-old university student. And so... Well, yeah, well, he's not facing terrorism charges or jail. He could be fined up to just over 22,000 euros, which is like 40,000 New Zealand dollars. Yeah. Or the Spanish Defence Ministry is also demanding 95,000 euro in expenses for sending out the F-18. Well, they shouldn't have sent two. <gasps> well, if they thought it was a bomb. <laughs> I mean, I don't know really what they're going to do, just intimidating the plane. From... Yeah. Anyway, they know what they're doing, I'm sure. Well, And so everyone... Now, no, your Snapchats can be picked up over frickin' Wi-Fi or something. They're searching the Wi-Fis for your Snapchats. They are. Well, that's pretty freaky. No, the money. It's the I money. Know. It's the money. Well, obviously, it's you naughty. To, well, well, but he didn't mean it to be naughty. No, no, he didn't. It would be like a learn your lesson. Yeah, give him a slap on the wrist. Yes. Like, you don't need to find him. That much. You, like, 40 basically. Grand. Like, come on. 40 grand or 180 grand if the Spanish people mm. want the expenses. Squish. And in the most important news of the day... Yeah, I'm waiting. Um, have you been keeping up with the Barbie drama online? I mean, a little bit, but um, I've been kind of busy at work. Oh, yeah. So Nick's been working. Meanwhile, I have been making Instagram posts, and they have been getting 200,000-plus likes. Whew. So from my understanding, Barbie ain't winning. So from your understanding, no. So Ken. No, it's not that Barbie ain't winning. It's that the woman behind Barbie ain't winning and Ken might be winning. So you've seen Barbie, right? Yes. The whole sort of premise is that Barbie goes into the real world and realises, oh my God, it's really hard to succeed here as a woman. Ken goes into the real world and realises... Holy fuck, I can do the bare minimum and the patriarchy's like really cool and I can probably succeed here. Yeah. And so the internet basically went up in flames today when um, Greta Gerwig, who directed Barbie, and Margot Robbie, who was the titular role, played the titular role of Barbie and produced it. Um, Margot wasn't nominated for Best Supporting Actress, a uh, Best Lead Actress. Greta wasn't nominated for Best Director. But Ryan Gosling was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. And America Ferreira was nominated for Best Supporting Actress as well, which is great, but not what we're, not what the internet's mad about. Do you remember after Barbie, there was quite, quite a bit of discourse that was like, I bet the dude in this will get nominated for an Oscar, even though it's like woman, like Greta Gerwig literally directed it. It made a billion dollars. 
Margot Robbie, like, it was her passion sort of project. Yeah, but isn't it, like, good that the point has been proven? Well, I, I mean, it's good for people that want to make commentary on it. Oh, it's and, great for you. You're getting 200,000 likes. Oh, no, seriously. But, I mean, it oh, did... just the engagement. Oh. <laughs> no, but you're right. It did. It proved the exact point of it. I almost was like, it feels like just a big bit. Like, it feels like this is just a, another marketing thing. You know how they did all that hardcore marketing, but it's not. This is actually true. So people are just really unhappy that... Um, Haven't we cancelled the Oscars like five times now anyway? I mean, so but... like, does anyone really... People do care. I say every year in the newsletter, does no, anyone ever care? Does no, one, no one cares. No yeah, one I know. Care. And it's like, it's the most clicked link every time. And I'm like, okay, people do still care. Anyway. Do you think Ken's going to sing a song? I'm just Ken? Yeah. kind of hope so. Cause it's... Anyway, I want to read you Ryan Gosling's response, though. Okay. I'm extremely honoured to be nominated by my colleague by my colleagues alongside such remarkable artists in a year of so many great films. And I never thought I'd be saying this, but I'm also incredibly honoured and proud that it's for portraying a plastic doll named Ken. But there is no Ken without Barbie, and there is no Barbie movie without Greta Gerwig and Margot, Ro- Margot Robbie, the two people most responsible for this history-making, globally celebrated film. No recognition would be possible for anyone on the film without their talent, grit, and genius. To say that I'm disappointed that they're not nominated in their respective categories would be an under statement. Against all odds with nothing but a couple of soulless, scantily clad and thankfully crotchless dolls, they made us laugh, they broke our hearts, they pushed the culture and they made history. Their work should be recognised along with the other very deserving nominees. And okay, this is again interesting because he is now being applauded so hard for this statement that once again it's kind of like ah, guys, we are putting the man front and centre again, me included. It's all just very meta. It's a good statement, though, to be... Great statement. Oh, my God. I'm actually obsessed with Ryan Gosling. And I think he's very deserving of the nomination. I just think it's so ironic. I might say something controversial. I think Margot Robbie was up against a lot of, like, very brilliant actresses in her, um, like category so I might understand if she didn't get nominated for that but I really think Greta Gerwig in the best director category was snubbed and also there's all these tweets about how like academy it's okay if there's more than one woman director in that list it's really okay yeah I know I was just looking at the best directors there is a woman there so and yeah so it's already been taken last year they didn't have a woman in there oh it's just so anyway that's what Ryan Gosling said. Um, America Ferreira also... I mean, bless her soul. She should be fucking proud. And I am a bit sad that this is getting taken away from... Like, a little bit taken away from a Latina woman that's kind of slaying in her category. But she said, I was incredibly disappointed that they weren't nominated. Greta has done just about everything that a director could do to deserve it. Creating this world and taking something that didn't have inherent value to most people and making it a global phenomenon. It feels disappointing to not see her on that list. And then she goes on to talk about Margot as an actress. So anyway, the Oscars are already surrounded by controversy before they have even begun. Was it the Oscars that we had a slap at or was it the Grammys? Remember that slap? Oh, yeah. That must have been the Oscars, because Will Smith... When Will Smith... Slapped. Chris Rock. And he had to get his wife's name out of his mouth or something. Um, Anyways, Chris, I do have a good news story for us at the end of all of this. I've got a good news story, too. Do you? Go, 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 then. You go first. 
The rat hole was filled in with plaster or cement by an unknown party on January 19th, but event, uh, local residents attempted to excavate the hole. Eventually, a woman cleaned out the hole and restored it to its original condition. Who the hang is going to fill in the rat hole? An unknown party. Grumptious person. City officials later confirmed they had not filled in the hole. Good on you, city commissioner. Anyway, that's my good news story. The rat hole persists. What's yours, Lucy? Mine is... Um, about... Okay. Mine is... I don't have the title of it because I didn't copy and paste it. So I'm just going to read it to you. Kelly and Jake were nervous about taking their five-month-old daughter on an aeroplane, as most new parents would be. Flying from New Jersey to Mexico isn't a short haul, and they weren't sure what to expect. But it was on the flight home that the unexpected arose, when little Romy was calmly fascinated by the woman across the aisle who was crocheting. Or crotcheting. I think it's pronounced crotcheting. Is it? No. Oh, (laughs) Who was crocheting, her hands constantly moving, was transfixing the tot. So anyway, when Megan Rubin noticed that the baby was watching her and realised that the yarn she was using matched what the baby was wearing, she had like an hour left on the flight, so she really quickly crocheted the baby a hat. Oh my God, she would have had to go like... (laughs) I know, the baby would have been like hypnotised by the end of that. So basically, this got on Good Good Morning America and it went viral um, and... The parents said, never seen someone work so fast in my life. I had no idea it was for us. And, yeah, basically now the baby has a cute hat. So the good news story for this week is the rat hole got filled in and then unfilled again, so it persists, and the baby got a hat. And the baby on the plane got a hat. It should not be so hard to find good news stories, but it's 2024. Anyway, team, thank you for listening to The Shit Show. It's been great. And if you want to find us elsewhere, come and read the morning newsletter if you want to hear what we're up to. Morning newsletter, Close Friends. Squish appears on Close Friends every now and again. And, yeah. We'll catch you later. Catch you later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.